It didn't take long after the Obama administration unveiled new rules this week regulating carbon emissions from power plants for people to start naming winners and losers. Wyoming, the nation's largest coal-producing state and a huge coal consumer, was immediately billed as a loser. But as Wyoming Public Radio's Stephanie Joyce reports for Inside Energy, the reality is more complicated than that. Travis Detai hasn't read through the full 645 pages of the Environmental Protection Agency's proposed rule, but he doesn't like it. We feel it's bad for Wyoming, and it's certainly uh, not good for our coal industry. Detai is the assistant director of the Wyoming Mining Association. The rule anticipates states will cut back on coal-fired power in order to reduce their emissions. That means coal would drop from producing 40 percent of the nation's electricity today to 30 percent in 2030. Detai says that would deal a huge blow to Wyoming. If we're not mining that coal, that revenue is not coming into our treasury. Um, Those jobs are not sustained here at home, so uh, it's going to impact us. Coal mining contributes over a billion dollars a year to Wyoming's coffers and employs about 7,000 people in the state. I mean, is there any upside to this regulation? (laughs) From from the coal guy, no. (laughs) You know, if there's going to be you know, one coal man left standing, it's probably going to be Wyoming. That's University of Wyoming economist Rob Godby. Some argue that Wyoming coal-fired power plants around the country will actually have to run harder as other plants are shut down, in which case you could get a short-term boost. That's because Wyoming coal is cheaper and cleaner than most of the coal mined in the United States. Cleaner because it's low in sulfur, which is how Wyoming came to be the country's largest coal mining state. Pollution regulations implemented in the early 1990s made Wyoming's low energy, but also low sulfur coal, much more attractive. Gabi says that history is relevant to the current situation. People don't like change, and that's a guaranteed uh, outcome. But, you know, when they have to change, they will. And oftentimes you find out that the changes aren't as bad as you originally worried they might be. And this might be one of those cases. In fact, I think it's going to be. Not only does Godby think it might not be as bad as some are saying, he actually thinks the rule could be really good for Wyoming's overall energy industry. As utilities cut back on coal, many will switch to cleaner burning natural gas. That's good for the state because it creates new demand for our gas. That could make up some of the lost revenues if Wyoming coal does take a hit. But the potential benefits don't end with gas. Godby says the state is also well-placed to take advantage of renewable resources like wind and solar. Then there's uranium, which could see an uptick if utilities invest in more nuclear power. And Godby says, if nothing else, Wyoming is also well-positioned to protect its coal interests. He says it's the best place in the country to develop carbon capture technology for coal-fired power plants because coal is so cheap and abundant. I'm trying not to sound like a cheerleader right now, but it really is an exciting time. And there are a lot of people who work in energy know there are a lot of potential um, improvements out there that can occur on the grid and generation in electricity use. For all of Godby's optimism, the chances that the state will willingly embrace the regulations are next to none. Wyoming's congressional delegation has already vowed to fight them. Governor Matt Mead was more cautious in his response, but flatly rejected the idea that coal would become a less important part of the nation's energy mix. Hey, we put a man on the moon. We ought to be able to figure out solutions for coal. Deb Theriault owns a renewable energy company in Casper. She says she appreciates everything coal brings to the state and the governor's advocacy for it. But she hopes it doesn't come at the expense of other energy resources. It would be nice to see him give 
credence and credibility and think about how renewables could fit into that mix instead of just sort of putting the blinders on and saying we're going to, you know, we're going to go with the way we've always done it. If the rule goes into effect, doing it the way it's always been done won't be an option. But Wyoming will get to choose whether it's seen as an opportunity or as a burden. The rule now goes to a 120-day comment period. It's expected to be finalized next year. For Inside Energy, I'm Stephanie Joyce.